Principal Matters Podcast, Episode 32. Guess what? It's a great big world out there, and you don't have to be scared. Hi, Principal Matters listeners. This is Will Parker, Principal from Sky Took High School and host of Principal Matters Podcast, the School Leaders Podcast. Each week, I bring you ideas for innovative ways that you can lead your school community and serve your students and your parents so that you can enjoy your school leadership. So what's next? Each week I share podcasts and blog posts on my website that you can check out for free updates. If you subscribe there for my weekly updates, I will send you a copy of my free ebook called Eight Hats, Essential Roles for School Leaders. All of these resources you can find at williamdparker.com. I want this week to share with you some ideas on collaboration um, from the Olympics if you are like me, this time of year has been exciting because uh, if you're listening to this episode uh, as it's being released in August of 2016, we have been enjoying uh, the Olympics at my house. And uh, at the same time, we are preparing for the start of our school year. We've just finished uh, freshman orientation. We um, have been passing out our schedules to all of our students. And so we are gearing up for the launch of a new school year. It's been an exciting summer, and I've had a great opportunity of reaching out and connecting with other school leaders and educators uh, really across the nation as I've had opportunities to speak with leaders in uh, Atlanta and Wichita and D.C. uh, and in Jacksonville, Florida and back here in Oklahoma. Uh, It's been a fun summer, uh, but I'm excited to begin another school year. Last Saturday, I was in my home uh, just doing Uh, weekly chores that I do on the weekends. And I walked through our living room and my kids were gathered around uh, watching uh, the Olympics. And I, I suddenly I heard one of the announcers say um, he's only moments away from a gold medal unless the others decide to collaborate. And I stopped. Uh, I looked at the screen and there was the men's cycling event. Uh, Six and a half hours of racing had already taken place. And the final five kilometers laid ahead, and Poland's Rafał Machka uh, appeared to be a certain winner. He was leading the race with a 25-second lead ahead of any of his chasers. Now, behind him were several other cyclists, and each of them was riding in a single file. They were taking turns switching the leader to reduce each rider's drag, and the ones behind would ride uh, in the draft created by the, the line ahead. And then a rider would pull ahead to lead so that the previous leader could regain strength from pedaling behind. I found out later that this is a method that cyclists call streamlining. Together, uh, this group behind the leader was pacing faster and closing the gap on Machka, who was ahead of them. And before long, they had cut his lead to seconds when suddenly two cyclists pulled ahead, leaving the rest as they raced for metal positions. Belgium's Greg Van Vermaet won the gold, and Denmark's uh, Flossing took the silver, and Poland's Machka won the bronze. And, and, and pardon me for my poor pronunciations of their names. But the amazing thing to me about this scenario was not only just the amazing endurance of all of these Olympic athletes, but it was the collaboration happening among them, among 
individual cyclists who weren't even on the same team who suddenly teamed together to accomplish a feat, to catch a leader, to finish a race, and to win medals. Apparently, this is not unique to cycling. Uh, yesterday, or the very next day, I was watching the women's cycling event when uh, Mara Abbott, who's an American woman, was leading the race. She had climbed these amazing hills in Rio and was uh, ahead of all of the others uh, behind her when the exact same thing took place again. Uh, she was caught um, by a collaboration of, of three riders behind her who in the very final seconds pushed ahead and finished gold silver and bronze, leaving her in fourth place. Now, cycling is often known as an every man for himself sport, but at the same time, it's known for teams collaborating for positions and sometimes opponents collaborating to catch leaders. So, so what does this have to do with school leadership? What does this have to do with educators collaborating? Often, as educators, we find ourselves in environments where self-reliance is the norm. But self-reliance isn't always the most effective strategy. Let me talk for just a few minutes about teaching. Every teacher knows how easy it is to provide instruction, direction, and guidance to a full room of kids, but you can actually still feel isolated from the other adults just beyond your walls. Teaching can often be a very solitary situation. Now, at other times, teachers discover innovative ideas and strategies when they coordinate with others. When teachers begin to collaborate, they gather together, they share goals for student outcomes, they study those student outcomes together, they track student progress, they share lessons and values and conversations they're streamlining. They're, they're collaborating together because when you connect with others around student performance, you're actually going to see yourself accelerating your ability to watch kids be successful. All of us want schools whose students can see the highest collective achievement possible. And so collaborative habits for educators encourage outcomes. When we view every student in a school as a collective responsibility, not just the ones in our rooms or rosters. When we see ourselves as a part of a collective whole with every member playing his or her part to encourage student success. When we work in teams, analyzing their learning or setting goals and increasing interventions so that students can be successful, then we're practicing collaborative habits that actually accelerate the ability for kids to be more successful. So let me ask you a question as you're looking at your new school year. As you're running your race and you're, and you're preparing for school, what are some of the things that you're going to be doing to collaborate with others so that you can set specific goals so that you can actually reach bigger outcomes than if you're just simply running alone? L let me tell you some things that we're talking about at, uh, at my high school for this coming school year and some strategies that we're learning that we're, that we're utilizing to do that. My teachers have been teaming together for the last couple of years around common plan periods, especially my English and my math teachers. Uh, my U.S. history teachers and my biology teachers have also been teaming together so that they can look at student work, they can look at student test scores, they can analyze data together, they can set goals together, and together they're staying connected on how students are progressing and being successful. 
But there's more than you can there's more you can do than just that for collaboration. This year, um, one of the goals that we're setting as a school is to continually track students who are showing early warning indicators. In other words, students whose either their behavior or their attendance or their grades are in jeopardy so that we can team together around what interventions we can put in place for kids who may be struggling in ways that could potentially cause failure for them in school. Often when a student is showing an early warning indicator, even as young as sixth grade, if their attendance is becoming a problem or they're failing a course or they're having behavioral issues that have removed them from the school setting in any setting in any way at all, they have significantly increased their chances of dropping out of school. So we want to identify students early in the school year by having weekly contacts around which of our kids are on those early intervention, those early warning indicator lists so that we can strategize ways that we can intervene. Some of those interventions for us include reading remediation classes, math remediation classes, and pullouts for students depending on where they're at. There are lots and lots of resources that you can look at for ways to build strong professional learning communities and strong collaborations. In the post that accompanies this podcast, I'm going to link to an article from ASCD um, on what is professional learning. What is a professional learning community? Most of you are, are, or many of you guys, are seeped in these ideas, and some of you may be exploring them for your schools or ways that you can enhance and grow the kind of work that you're doing. So, as you're looking at your school year, ask yourself what kinds of outcomes do you want for your students and yourself. You may have some audacious goals that are going to require a lot of courage and motivation and action this year to accomplish them. But what if you forget to include the word teamwork or collaboration in your planning? You actually may never realize what a powerful resource that you're missing in the people who surround you, the other adults that are around you every single day who can actually help propel you and your students to even higher levels If you're going for the gold this year with your students, then maybe we can take a lesson from the Olympics. Let's don't go it alone. Even on days when you might feel isolated, remember that you're still part of a team of other educators who can rally around common goals, who can share ideas for students' improvements, who can provide comfort in difficult times, who can celebrate the small wins. And in the end, you can either finish on your own or you can finish stronger by collaborating. My guess is that if you had the choice, you'd prefer the benefits that come to students when we commit to sharing and teamwork and winning on their behalf. And so I want to wish you a fantastic school year. If you're listening to this program as August 2016 is in full swing, then great best wishes on a a fantastic year. If you're listening to this episode pre-recorded or at a different time, uh, then uh, great uh, wishes on whatever season of school that you're in right now. If you want to receive weekly updates that I share through these podcasts or through my website, then please go over to williamdparker.com. You can subscribe there for a free ebook called Eight Hats, Essential Roles for School Leaders. You can also check out my uh, book, um, Principal Matters, The Action, Courage, and Motivation Needed for School Leaders. It's on my website at williamdparker.com, or you can check it out at amazon.com. 
I want to thank you for the work that you do with students every single day because what you do matters. And I'll talk to you next time. Have a great day. Principal Matters is a publication of William D. Parker. It does not necessarily represent the opinions of Sky 2 Public Schools, the affiliates with whom I work, or the organizations for whom I consult. Music compliments of Stephen Nettles. Check out his songs at hearthevoiceless.bandcamp.com.